I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Hello, everybody. David Weeder here, and I, we are launching a new experience today. My son, Ryan, gifted minister of the gospel that he is, and I are launching a series of podcasts. And I'm excited about it. You and I have had these conversations now for years mm-hmm. where, you know, we may be sitting around a campfire or we may be sitting in the hot tub or something, and we'll just start talking about the Word of God and, and uh, what I think is meant by a scripture or what you get from scriptures. And, and I tell you what, it, it is some rich discussions. So we were actually doing that. Uh, we're on a little bit of a vacation right now, and we were sitting out in the hot tub the other night, and we started we started talking about different scriptures and, and uh, the Word of God and how rich it is. And it just came up. The Lord brought it up to me. He said, you need to be putting this on your, on your podcast. So this is the very first one, and uh, Ryan's got some things that he's got on his heart. And so here we go. He wants to talk about the blessing of... Of Abraham, so I'm just going to let him jump right in here. Well, uh, you actually asked me what I was planning on talking about today in this podcast, and just the first thing that popped up pre- pretty much instantly was the blessing of Abraham and how lots of Christians today actually don't know the fullness of the blessing they're supposed to be walking in. And um, hey, before we get before we get into it, let's uh, let's have a word of prayer. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we receive right now your wisdom and your insight. We only want to say what we hear you say and do what we see you do. And Father, I thank you that we will speak accurately and that the people will hear accurately. And it will bless them. It will provide deliverance in any area they need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, go on ahead. All right, well, as I was saying, a lot of Christians don't really know the fullness of the blessing they're supposed to be walking in or the fullness of their life that God wants them to have. Um, So uh, the scripture we're going to start with on this particular topic is uh, Galatians 3, 13. Let's start with 13. It says, uh, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that being everyone that's not of Jewish descent, mm. um, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And we know that the promise of the Spirit is salvation. But right here, it's talking about that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Here it clearly states that the blessing of Abraham is supposed to be on the Gentiles. Absolutely, absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, you see that colon right there uh, at the end of 13? Yeah, uh, right between us and 4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, that, it, that colon, you can actually replace that word colon with the word so, S-O. And so what it literally says is that hangeth on a cursed... Is everyone that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham would come on the Gentiles or come on those that are without God? I mean, what that's literally saying is that's the entire reason that Jesus went to the cross. 
was so that this blessing would come on all the rest of us. Glory to God. Exactly. And so these two verses right here, just these two show that not only did Jesus die to save us from physical and spiritual death and an eternity in hell, but he saved us so that we could have a very, very nice life here on earth. This scripture saying Jesus died on the cross so that we could live just like Abraham. And anyone that knows anything about the Bible knows Abraham wasn't exactly a hobo. <laughs> he was it's right. he, he wasn't out there in a shirt with holes all through it, dirty and dusty and all that. So Well I'll tell you more than that, he operated in wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the wisdom is the principal thing. And you know, he did things like he took three hundred and eighteen trained servants from his household and absolutely slaughtered the largest expeditionary force in the world at that time because the blessing taught them what to do. You can read that. We're not going to go to it today for time, but you can read that in Genesis. And it talks about he returned from the slaughter of the kings, just absolutely wiped them out. And it tells you what he did in there, but you'll have to go look it up yourself. Abraham really was a cool dude. Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) I've, I've just recently started reading... The Bible, I'm, I'm jumping around a lot. You can ask him. He thinks it's kind of weird we're, how we're much getting, I jump around. Because I'll, I'll read in Genesis one moment, read Jeremiah the next, back to Job, and I'm all over the place. But we'll be, t- we'll be talking, we'll be sitting around in the evenings, and he'll say, now, now over here in Job, it said this. I said, yeah, it sure did. And he said, and then he'll say, and, and Jeremiah said this. I said, well, well, yeah. And then he goes over the New Testament. I was like, well, wait a minute, where, 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 where are we going now? I jump all over the place. But... A general thing with me is that when I start reading a book, I start the first chapter and I read through that. So whenever I jump back to that book, I start where I left off. And I started in Genesis and read through, and I've read up past where Abraham was. And just reading about Abraham's life is really awe-inspiring. It is. Knowing that that's the life you're supposed to live, that is what you're supposed to be looking for and idolizing, that is, is really cool. He's the father of our faith. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, So, just from this verse, we're talking about the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. A mm-hmm. uh, natural question would be, what exactly is the blessing of Abraham? That would be the next question. That is answered in Genesis 12, 3. Well, let's go over there. All righty. And I am sure that many of you know Genesis 12, 3 by heart. But, but here's the deal. Every time somebody ministers on a scripture, I don't care if you've got it memorized down to the, the to the colon, <laughs> that is semicolon and a period. You need to listen to it and read it like it's the very first time you've ever seen it. And that lets you that lets you draw on the word and let the Holy Spirit minister something fresh and something new to you every single time. Just like me with Ephesians three. Exactly. And that's yes. that's something we're not going to get into today. But, <laughs> but it's amazing when God reveals something to you brand new in a scripture that you've read thousands of times. And it's it's an amazing experience. It's a revelation, revelation of knowledge. And, and Jesus told Peter, upon this rock, they think, most people think that he, Jesus was talking about Peter himself because Peter means rock. And, he's, and they think that it means upon this rock will I build my church. Well, he was build the church on Peter. Come on now. Come on. Get a, little, get a little depth. Right before that, Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Peter, for it, this has been revealed unto you. 
And upon this will I build my church. Well, upon what? Upon the revelation knowledge. Upon what the Holy Spirit reveals to you out of the Word of God. Glory to God. Uh, go ahead. All right. Now, uh, Genesis twelve three says, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Glory to God. So, we're blessed. The people that bless us are blessed. And all the families of the earth are blessed through us. Now, because the nations of the earth are blessed through us, that opens up a great opportunity to minister to people, to minister the gospel, bring them into the fold, save them from an eternity in hell. Yes, So not only are we blessed, but others that bless us are blessed, and every family on the earth is blessed through us. That's... That's something that Christians th- think are just impossible. Like just the debt of this country, just like, what seventeen trillion dollar debt. People look at that and think that's just impossible to do. <laughs> but we're supposed to be blessing every family on the earth. Well, that ain't nothing but a hunk of God's street. Exactly. You pay that off, and not even he doesn't even have to go to the bank. Exactly. Now, there's a little little bit right there in the middle, saying that uh, God will curse them that curse. That mm-hmm. curseth us. Now, we know humans get all riled up and they curse you, curse that, curse anything they can curse. So that's not exactly a, a big deal. But when God's saying that he will curse them, you kind of get a picture that he's up in heaven saying, curse them, and instantly they get sick. And, you know, they're in bed for weeks on end on the verge of dying. And that's not what this word means at Basically, all. Basically, some people picture like a hex or something. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's, it's not how it is. And for, well, up until just like last week, up until just last week, I had always pictured it as there was God's umbrella of protection and the rain is outside and uh, Brother Copeland used this analogy in, right. at convention. And, yeah. And that the, there's the always gonna be, out there. Exactly. And the there's always going to be someone dumb enough to stick their head out and write and it's going to start hailing <laughs> and you're going to get wailed on. <laughs> yeah. So it's not God who's actually doing all this stuff. And I had just pictured that if someone came against you, it was kind of like the same thing. They would just try to be wailing on you and God's protection was there until the devil destroyed them. They destroyed themselves. They just ran out of fuel against you. Well, it does, which does happen. It does happen, yes. Right. But here it's saying fairly clearly that God is going to curse them. And it didn't quite make sense to me. And I was really confused. And I was like, maybe it's just a mistranslation, which does happen sometimes. It happens. But this is pretty darn clear. And throughout the entire Bible, there are multiple instances of the Bible saying God is actively cursing someone. So I went a little more in depth and looked up what the word curse there meant. And a better... or. I'm not even sure better, but yeah, um, a, better. a better meaning of this word would be to bind. He's not casting sickness on them. He's not casting some horrible downfall on them. He's binding them. He will do what it takes to stop them Absolutely. from stopping you from spreading the blessing. Well, he has to. Exactly. Because he's covenant responsible for you. Mm-hmm. He has entered a covenant with Jesus. And that's that's what the New Testament is a better covenant based upon better promises. And part of the reason for that is the covenant is made between God and Jesus. God who cannot lie and Jesus perfect forever. That covenant is between them. It's not between God and us. 
It's between God and Jesus. It cannot ever be broken. Never. You can get you can remove yourself from fellowship from it, but you can't break the covenant. Mm-hmm. It is always there, and He's covenant responsible for us. And so, yeah, that's a that's a a beautiful translation of that word is to bind, mm-hmm. to bind them up, to stop them, to keep them from uh, working against you because you're trying to bless all these other people. Mm-hmm. And God will do whatever He has to do to stop somebody from coming against you. Uh, it, we, we start talking about this and we start getting into the mercy of God. The, he is the Father of mercy. That word mercy means hesed, or, or not, doesn't mean, it comes from the word hesed, uh, compassion. And uh, I, li- I heard an illustration about this one time that uh, Ryan's a huge animal enthusiast. He, is, he knows about animals, and so he likes this illustration. And that is, if you're, if you're in the African bush and you're walking along and you see this baby elephant, and you get just a little too close to that baby, and all of a sudden, this great, big, huge, ginormous mama elephant steps out, and those ears come out, and he, she charges a few steps and starts throwing dirt. Uh, you're real close to experiencing hesed. <laughs> you're going to back up pretty quick. Yes, yes sir. I'll be, I'll be backing up real quick. One one word, I, I looked up Hesed after, after you told me about this. Uh-huh. I looked up Hesed, and one word that I always found coming up that I, that I hadn't heard brought up with Hesed before was loyalty. Oh, that's good. Is, and a simple, just two-word translation is loyal love. Ooh, that is good. Mm-hmm. Loyal, loyal love. Love. Yep. So God well, is know, always there right by you. He's loving and he's with you till the end. Well, you know, that goes, that goes right into one of my other favorite illustrations of covenant is between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and talk about loyal love. You know, we're commanded to love everybody. You know, I, I love you. I, I don't even know you, but I love you because I'm commanded to love you. But I love Lynn. And I'm covenant responsible to Lynn. Now, I love you, but don't go messing with Lynn. Because I will do whatever it takes. Come back here to our scripture. Whatever it takes to stop you. Now, if I can just hurt you a little bit and you'll stop, that's fine. But if you keep coming, I'll kill you graveyard dead. I'll pray over your dying body. Hopefully get you born again before you die. But I will do whatever it takes to stop you. That is loyal love. That's what it's talking about in Genesis 12, 3. Mm-hmm. He will stop them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That is so good. Loyal, loyal love. love. Praise God. I never, I never looked into that before. That yep. is awesome. Loyal love. Loyal that's a, love. Exactly what it is here. It's loyal love. He has a covenant with Abraham. He loves Abraham and he's loyal to Abraham. He's right there next to him. He's going to bind those that try to come against Abraham. He's going to bind those that try to come against us. We're trying to spread the blessing. We're trying to spread love, peace, joy, and bless people in the process and share the gospel. Yes. And if anybody tries to come up against us, 
trying to stop us from doing whatever God's telling us to do, God will bind them. If he can do what he did to Paul, he can knock him off his donkey and talk to him face to face, and that's all it takes to stop him. That's what it'll. That's what it'll do. Absolutely. Loyal love himself. Exactly. Well, step on the scene, brother. Exactly. Oh man, that's good. That is good. And loyal love is what has provided the blessing of Abraham through Jesus on the cross. That this blessing would come on us and overtake us. Loyal love has got it covered. Glory to God. Now, you keep checking back on this YouTube channel because this is where we're posting these podcasts. And we're going to be going uh, on into the blessing and what loyal love. My God, that's a good revelation. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Woo! Yes, sir. Google is useful. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be going in. We're going to have a whole series going through the blessing, through loyal love. And, uh, and, and, you know, the Bible talks about it as faithful. You know, God is faithful. It's loyal. Loyal is faithful. But I like loyal love. That's just awesome. That's, that's an awesome revelation. <laughs> so, anyway, keep checking back. This is the first of many, many, many anointed podcasts that the Lord has ordained. And uh, I tell you what, I had a good time. This I is just the first one. And it's yeah. just, I'm just like, woo, we done preached ourselves happy, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> well... Y'all be blessed and realize that loyal love has got your back. Oh, and don't don't oh. don't forget to uh, if you have any questions, just oh, random. That's right. If you have just random questions, or if this podcast brought up any questions for you, leave it in the comments down below. Uh, you like the podcast, like it obviously. Um, we would like to get this out to as many people as possible. You share it. Share it. Put 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 post this. Uh, what do you what do you call that link? That's oh, it. There we go. Put that link all over the place. <laughs> We're just trying to get the gospel out to as many people as we can. We want people to be blessed, and this podcast, I believe, will help people become more and more blessed. Absolutely, loyal love's provided it, and we're ministering it to you.